We begin today from the Mishnah on Daf Yudala Damadalaf. Zokta Mishnah. Call Shiva Sayyamim. The seven days that the Kayin separates, the Kayin Godel separates in the room, Shkaspar Hedrin, to prepare for Yom Kippur. Huzairek Esadam. So, in order to train him, in order that he should be used to doing all the Avedis, so he's the one that sprays the blood of the Karbanis on those days. Umakteres Akteres. He also brings Akteres. And he prepares and cleans out the natives of the Menaira. And also the head, the feet from the carbon tomid that are brought in the Mizbeach, the Kayan Gadol is the one that does this. Now, the mission here it says regarding all other days of the year, if the Kayan wishes to bring any carbon, so he doesn't have to wait online, he doesn't have to be part of the geidel to see who gets the zechus to do it. He can go ahead and uh, bring the karbanis. The kohen gadol can take part, he's at the head and goes and chooses to take whatever he wants. And he also, when they come to divide the meat of the karbanis, he also takes a chalik, whatever he wishes for himself, without being part of the geidel that they make in the, in the, or in the families that have to take for that day. Who is the Tan of the Mishnah that in these seven days that the Kayin separated, he was practicing and doing the Avedis of the Beis HaMikdosh? Amar Avchister, Avchister says, the Kiva, This will not follow Rabbi Kiva's opinion. The Kiva, because if it's Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said regarding the waters of the Parah Duma. Now, this is relevant here regarding the Kayin Gadol in these seven days, because we learned before that what was done with this Kayin Gadol each one of the seven days, they sprayed on him the waters of the Pada Aduma every single day. So what does Rabbi Kiva say? A person that's Tohoir, and it was sprayed on him the waters of the Pada Aduma Timasai, and makes him Tomei. So if so, how could this Kayin Gadol that's being separated here for seven days and we're spraying it on him because maybe he's Tomei, but he could also be Tahir. And if so, it could, it could be making him Tomei. So how could he do the Aved in the base of Mikdash for each one of these seven days? And the Gemara brings the source of Rabbi Kiva's opinion and the argument that he had with the Chachamim. The Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, it says in the Torah, Vihiza HaTahir Tomei that you spray, that a person that's Tahir sprays this waters on a person that's Tomei. And the word al-hatomei, tomei is extra. Could have just said, these are toir olav, as the Gemara is soon going to explain. So what do we learn out from the fact that the Torah emphasizes al-hatomei? Al-hatomei tohoir, that the waters that are sprayed on a tomei person, it purifies him. Valatoir tomei, but if you spray the same waters on a person that's tohoir, he becomes tomei. This is Rabbi Kiva's opinion. The Chachamim disagree and they have a completely different shot and why it says Alatomi. The Pasuk over here is saying that the Hazor, when you spray from the waters of the Parah Duma, it's only considered to be a valid Hazor if it goes on a person that is susceptible to Tumah and he became Tumah and on him you spray the waters of the Parah Duma. That's a valid Hazor. And the relevance of this is, what happens with whatever is left over from this hazar? How do you spray the waters of the paraduma? There's the azar, if there's a grass that you dip into the keli where the water is, and you spray it with this grass. So if there's leftovers on this grass, could that waters be used to spray someone else? So if it was sprayed properly on someone that 
is Tomei, and therefore you sprayed him to be metired him, so then the leftovers could be used for someone else as well. But if you spray it on someone that's not ala tome, you sprayed someone that's the not in the category of tome, so then the leftovers can't be used. As the Gemara here brings the Mishnah that explains this. My he, where do we see what's the explanation of Chachamim's opinion? Kedetnan, as it says in the Mishnah, Your intention was to spray with this azov uh, with the waters that are on it. So you wanted to spray on a behema, which is really not at all in the category of tume. So therefore, the waters that you spray in a behema is nothing. But in the end, you sprayed it on a person. And now there's more leftovers on this waters of the Ezoiv, on the Ezoiv, and you want to use it. In Yesh so if you have more waters left over on this Ezoiv, so Yishna, you can spray again. There's two pshatim here. One pshat is you actually have to spray this person again because you didn't have the proper kavana. When you were spraying, you wanted to spray the animal. So you're going to have to spray this person again. He does not become tired unless you have kavana. Another opinion is that he will become tired without kavana, and the, and the mission is simply saying that you could use it again. This leftovers of what was used properly to spray a person could be used again for another person. However, if your intention was to spray at a person, but you ended up spraying from this uh, uh, water from the Pada Duma on an animal, which is not at all in the category of Tome. So in Yash if there's more waters left over on this Azov, Lo Yishna, you can't use it again. And that's what we learned that from Allah Tome. Only if it was used on a person that becomes Tome, so then the waters that remain is, is, is from a proper hazah, and you could use it again. But otherwise you can't use it again. My time at the Rabbi Kiva, so now the Gemara comes back to the Pasik to explain exactly the Machlaikis between them. So what's the source of Rabbi Kiva's opinion? The Torah could simply say that the person that's tired takes the waters and sprays it on him. We know that we're talking about the person that's Tommy. My Allah Tommy. Why does the Torah spell out and say Allah Tommy and the person that's Tommy? Shmami no. From this I learn Allah Tommy Tohir. The waters of Paraduma that was sprayed in a person that's Tommy, it makes him Tohir. Vala Tohir Tommy. But if you take the same waters and you spray it on a person that is Tohir, he becomes Tommy. That's the source of Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Rabbanon, and Rabbanon explain it. As we already explained before, Rabbanon say that when is it a valid azor, when you spray it on a person which is makabal tumah, then the leftovers could be used again. But if it's sprayed on an animal or on anything else that's not makabal tumah, so then the leftovers can't be used again. And Rashi actually adds here another svara that if you sprayed it on something which is not makabal tumah, so then it's considered to be like you just did a malacha with it. And by the paraduma, if you do malacha with it, you, it can't be used anymore for the mitzvah to spray it on a person that needs it. So now the Rabbanon continue and explain why they disagree with Rabbi Kiva's pshat aval hacha, but according to Rabbi Kiva, kavachaymer. The point that he's speaking about is actually a kavachaymehu. Im alatomei toir. If spraying the waters of the poradum on a person that's tomei makes him tohoir, alatoir lekol shekain. If you spray this waters on a person that's tohoir, for sure it should make him tohoir. Doesn't make sense to say that if you spray the same waters on a person that's tohoir, that it makes him tomei. 
Rabakive, how does Rabakive respond to this? He says, No, this is precisely the point. This is what Shlomo Melech said. I said that I will analyze and try to understand this mitzvah, and I saw that it's distant from me, and I can't understand the mitzvah. This is, we see over here, there are certain halachas in the mitzvah that we can't understand. The same waters that makes a person tome, that's tome toy, it makes a person that's toy tome. So that's the pella about the paraduma. That's why, you know, in the Chassidus it talks about the mitzvah of paraduma. That's why it's called This is the source of all other chukim where you can't understand it at all. There's mamish two opposites over here. The Rabbonon, so according to the Rabbonon, how do they explain this drasha that it says regarding Shleimah Melech that he said that he can't understand the mitzvah of paraduma? The Rabbonon are applying a kavachaymer here. So according to the Rabbonon, why did Shleimah Melech say that he can't understand it? The answer is, Rabbanon also finds something where you have the opposites in the same water itself. That the person that's spraying the water, and the person that the water is sprayed on him, he becomes tahir, they become tahir. But someone that touches this water, he becomes tahir. The Gemara asks on this, Umaze Tahir, the person that's spraying the water, he remains Tahir? Foxiv, doesn't the Pasik say, Umaze, Meyanido, Yechabiz Begadov? That the person that sprays the water becomes Tahir and he even has to wash out his clothing. My Maze, so the Gemara answers, no. You know what Maze there means? It doesn't really mean the person that's spraying, Negeya. It means the person that touches the waters. But the Gemara asks, that can't be. Foxiv Maze. If you look at that Pasik, it says both. It says, And afterwards it says in the Pasik, So it says both separately. And even more so, Regarding a person that sprays the waters of the Paradum, it says that not only he's Tomei, he actually has to wash his clothing as well. By the Negeya, it just says, It doesn't say that his clothing become Tomei. So we see that Maza is separate from Negeya. So you can't say that Maza is the Negeya. Elo de Gemara explains, my Maza, when the Torah says Maza, it's not talking about the one that actually sprays it, it's talking about Noise, the one that carries the waters of the Paraduma. So why doesn't the Torah clearly write the one that carries the waters? Why does it say Maza? My Tamiksiv Maza. The answer is, Ha Kamashmalon. By the Pasuk writing Mazet, it's teaching me the be'in on shir In order to become Tommy, when you carry it, it's only if you carry the amount that is needed for the azah. If you carry it less than that amount, you will not become Tommy. That's why it uses the expression of Mazet. So the Gemara asks, is there really any amount? This is a good answer. Mandoma that says that for the azah, there is a certain minimum amount. El ain't but there's another opinion that says there is no minimum amount. Whatever you spray on the person is good. If so, how can we explain why the Torah uses the term maze if it's really referring to a person that's carrying the waters? Can't say it's because to let us know the amount, because there is no amount. So the Gemara answers, no, that's not true. Even the opinion that says that the waters that you spray in the person doesn't need a shear, Hanimili, when is that true? Agaba de Gavra, regarding the water that goes onto the person. Even a tiny drop that touches him, according to this opinion, he will become Tohir. But in the Keli, the amount of water that's there in the Klicheres, everybody agrees that for that there is a shear. The Tanan, because we learned in the Mishnah, what is the minimum shear that should be in the Keli, that it should be Kedeyazah? The answer is, 
Kedei Sheyit Boil Roshe Givoilin Viyaza. Enough for the person to be able to dip in the tips of the azoiv that you use and then to be able to spray from it. If there's enough water for that, that's the minimum shear that there is. So there is a shear for this as well, and that's why the Taita writes maze, even though it's talking about the noisa, the person that's carrying the waters of the paraduma. So this concludes the first pshat of Rav Chiste in the Mishnah, that when it says that the Kayin did the Aveda all seven days, it's following only the, uh, the opinion of the Chachamim and not Rabbi Kiva, because according to Rabbi Kiva, since the Kayin may have been Tahir, he becomes Tome by sprinkling the water at him. No, you could say that the Mishnah does follow Rabbi Kiva's opinion. So then how does he do the Aveda if they're spraying the waters of the Paradum on him? The answer is the Oved Aveda Kulayayme. He does the Aveda all time during the day. Then Ulupanya, close to the evening, Madu Alel, they spray in him the waters of the Paraduma. And then he may have become Tome. If he was tired, he becomes Tome, like Rabbi Kiva's opinion. And Vetovel, so he goes to the Mikveh. And Vaovet Harashemesh. And as soon as it becomes Seisakechavim, the sun goes down, so then he becomes fit to do the Aveda again tomorrow. So they wait to spray the waters of the Paraduma until close to the night. So it works even according to Rabbi Kiva. Going back to the Mishnah, it said, umakter So the order that it said regarding the Kayin that does the Aveda, so it said first the Ketayres, and then to prepare the Nadis of the Menayda. What do you see from our Mishnah? Alma, Ketayres Beresha, the order of the Aveda is, the Ketayres comes first in the morning, and Vahada Nadis. And then you tend to the Menorah to prepare the natives of the Menorah. But I'll ask you a question on this from the Mishnah, Mesechta Tomid. Mish Zachavir, it talks about the order as well, and it talks about the different kainim that was to go and do the Aveda. So it says, Mish Zachabedisha Mizbeach Apnimi. It starts off with the first person, he does the Aveda by the Mizbeach Apnimi to clean it out. Then, then it goes on to say the other person, the next person that's going to clean out the Menorah. And then, and only after the one that cleans out the Menorah speaks about the one that is to do the Ketairis. So you see that the Ketairis comes after cleaning out the Menorah. In our Mishnah it says the Ketairis comes first. Ravona answers, Man Tane, Tomid, who's the Tane of Mesech the Tomid? Rav Shimon Mitzpahu. That's Rav Shimon Isha Mitzpah, he's the Tan of Mesech the Tamid, and our Tan in the mission over here, Mesech the Yuma, disagrees. But the Gemara says, I'll prove to you that in the Mishnayis of Tamid, there's another Mishnah which Rav Shimon Isha Mitzpah argues with that Mishnah. It's Nan, we learned over there regarding the spraying of the blood by the carbon Tamid. It says there in the Mishnah in Tamid, So first he comes with the blood to the Mizrachis Tzfainis corner of the Mizbeach. And how do you spray the blood there? You spray the blood in the corner that it should spread out on both, on the Mizrach side and on the Tzofen side. And then you come around to the side of Maravis Dreymis, diagonally across on Maravis Dreymis. And over there again, Noisin Maravadraymis. You spray the blood in the corner that it should spread out on the Maravis side and on the Dharim side. This is what's called the two Matanis of Dam Shtayim Shein Arba. You do it on the two corners and it spreads out Shein Arba because it goes on Sveinis Mizrachis and then on Maravis Dreymis. That's the Mishnah that it says in Tomit. 
And the Tani Allah, what an Abraise was said regarding this Mishnah, that Rav Shimon, Nisha Mitzpah, he had a different opinion. Mishane Betomid, he would say that the spraying of the blood by the carbon Tomid is different than the other Karbanas. The beginning is the same. Mizrachis Tzfainis, Noisim Mizracha Tzfaina. By the Mizrachis Tzfainis, you spray it on that corner and it spreads out to Mizrach side and to Tzapna side. So you spray once and it spreads out on both sides. Maravis Dreimis, but then when you come to the corner of Maravis Dreimis, so over here you have to give it, you have to spray the blood twice. Noisen Marava, first you place the blood on Mairev, Vachakach Noisen Dreima, and then you place the blood on the Dorim side. The Gemara will explain later on the next daf what the basis of this Machlaikis is. But the point is, what do you see over here? That Rav Shemenesh HaMitzpeh is the one that argued with this Mishnah in uh, Tamid. So how can we say that the other Mishnah there in Tamid that talks about the order of the Karbanes, or the Aveda and the Beis Mikdash is following the opinion of Shem Mishnah Mitzpah. Stigmar answers, Elam Rav Yechenen, Man Tane, Say the Yuma, who is the Tane of, of the Mishnah in Yuma? Rav Shem Mitzpah. This is Rav Shem Mitzpah. And, and he, the Mishnah here argues with the Mishnah in Tamid. Rami, Say the Yuma, Say the Yuma. However, we have also a contradiction we can ask. From the Mishnah here in Yuma, where it puts the Titus first before the uh, Menaida, to another Mishnah later on, where it uh, say that is the opposite. And, and over here in Masechta Yuma itself, Thnan, there's a Mishnah later that says regarding the raffles that were made in the morning to give out the jobs, who's going to be Zaycha to do the job, the Aveda and the Beis Mikdosh. So there it says as follows, Pais Hasheni came to the second raffle, Mi Shaychit, the raffle is going to be for the one that's going to do the Shechit of the carbon, Mi Zayrik, who's going to spray the blood, then Mi Medash Mizbech Apnimi, who's going to clean out the Mizbech inside in the Beisam Mikdosh, Umi Medash Nisam Menaira, who's going to clean out the Menaira, Umi Maile Varim Lekevesh, who's going to bring up the parts of the carbon that's on the ramp of the Mizbech. So that's in the second Pais. So in the second Pais is included the cleaning out of the Menaira. Pais HaShlishi, then they made a third raffle. They didn't make the raffle of all the Avedis at the same time. Interestingly, Rashi here says, because it says in Tilim, Bevesilikim Nahalech Berogesh, that you go in the place in the Beis Mikdash with excitement. And they want, they did it over different periods with three different Geiralis to make it exciting and another Geiral and another Geiral. So when it came to the third Geiral, Chadashim Liktaires Bayove Fisu, the ones that are new, that never did the Ketaires before, would come and make the raffle to see who's going to be Zeicha in the Ketairis. So as Rashi points out that Ketairis is only one time that you did it because it's a, a, brings you Ashiris to become rich and, uh, and therefore the gay wanted to give everyone an opportunity so if you did the Ketairis once so you left it for another kind that was new that never did it before. So what do we see over here? What was the order? First it says in the second Geidel they made it was to clean out the Menaira and only in the third Geidel it was the Ketairis, which is again not what it says like, in Alvir, like what it says here in our Mishnah, that the Ketairis was first, and then they cleaned out the Menaira. When Abai answered, this is not a question. The cleaning out of the Menaira was actually divided into two. Over here, when it says that the Ketairis is first, it's talking about cleaning out two of the Neiris. So the Ketairis was before that. And the Mishnah later that says that the cleaning out of the Menaida was first, it's speaking about cleaning out five of the Neiris. <coughs> Sorry. So those five were done before the Ketairis. So they did first five, and then they interrupted with doing the Ketairis, and then they came back and finished off another two. 
And Rashi brings over here the source from the Pasuk, because it says Babayka. Babayka, there's a few opinions about this, but they divided the cleaning of the Menaida. So therefore there's no contradiction between the two Mishnais. It was, it was interrupted with the Ketairas in between. But the Gemara asks on this, Should we say that we separate, we divide the five, the cleaning of the five natives of the Menaida, and the other two, what do we interrupt with? With the Ketairas in between, is that true? Is that what we interrupt with? But Abai, which gave this answer, he himself told us the order of the Marach, of the Aveda that was done in the Besamikdash, in the name of the tradition that he got from the Talmidim that they heard from their Rebbes. And what did he say? And he actually said that the order was that they did the five Nadais, and then they interrupted with sprinkling the blood on the Mizbeach from the carbon Talmud, and then they came back to the other two Nadis. So the interruption in between was not with the Ketairis. So how could Abai himself give this answer that the Ketairis was in between? So the Gemara answers, like Amri, like Hashi. So they said, this is not a question. When Abai said that they interrupted with the spraying of the blood of the Ketairis, that's Abishal's opinion. And Hal Rabbanon. Here Abai was giving the answer according to the Rabbanon. And the Gemara brings the source for this. The Tanya and Abraisa we learned, Loi you don't clean out all seven Nadis together, and only afterwards you bring the Ketairis. You have to bring the Ketairis first, and Rashi here explains, it doesn't mean first entirely before the Atava of all the Neires, but first means you first do the five Neires, and then you interrupt with the Akhtara. First means before you finish the other two. So you do the Ketairis, and then you complete the other two Neires of the Menaira. You must learn Pshat and the Gemara this way, as Rashi explains, because we know for sure, according to everybody, that there was a break in between the five Neires and the two Neires. The question is with what? But there definitely was a break in between. So according to the first opinion, which is the Rabbanon, the break was with the Ketairis. Abishal says, Abishal Meitev that you clean out the Menaira, the entire Menaira, and the Ketairis came later. So because according to him, you did make a break as well between the five and the two natives of the Menaira, but not with the Ketairis. The break in between was with the Dam Hatamid. The Ketairis was brought later after all seven natives. As the Gemara will explain, the reasons and the source of the Machlaikis between Abishal and the Rabbana and the whole continuation as we'll see in Mitzvah